everyone, and welcome to Bookends with Friends. This is your co-host, Parker Moon. This is Brett Jennings, host of your show today. God, I can't wait for this. It's a Jeopardy episode. I'm so excited. Daniel Phillips. We are a bi-weekly book club podcast, and every week we... No, every other week That's a we... boring energy for a Jeopardy episode. Okay, Ooh. look, dude. Okay, can I be, can I be honest? I got my flu uh, shot today. Oh, I'm Wait, the just big the flu? Br- just the flu I'm shot? A, yeah, they didn't have the COVID. Parker, the flu shot's nothing, dog. Okay, well then fine. I'm not even feeling it. I'm a big, brave boy. Big and boy. I, you know what? I did... This is going to sound awful. I got Panda Express as a way to... Um, that's why you feel gross. To treat, treat myself. Yeah, that's so, why you feel bad. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure it's the flu shot and not the Panda Express. Tell the MSG, baby. No, Panda Express gets into your veins and like pumps you full of energy. I'm sure that's what... They tell you. Yeah. I don't know which one made In my veins, sick. 50% uh, uh, flu shot, 50% Panda Express. Yeah. 0% water. Or blood. Um, All percent I books. Got 100% reason to remember the name. <laughs> God. I got both of them at the same time, so I don't know which one did it to me. But I got it at 9 a.m. And right on the money, 12 hours later, I felt like I was dying. The COVID one is worse. Okay, yeah, that's what I Because I got thought. them separate. I Parker, Nicole got the flu shot and did not have one single symptom. I think oh. you're just a new dad. <laughs> no, no, I, I mean, I'm mostly, I'm mostly just goofing around, guys. I'm fine. I don't feel that bad. But if I do, like, seem sleepy and or, um, like, I'm not present in this space, in this moment. It's the it's, panda. It's do you the think anybody's listening after the last episode? Of this podcast that we did. Oh god, I forgot Ooh, about yeah. that episode. Well, no, no, definitely not. Ooh. It's okay, we're rebuilding from the ground up. Yeah, dude, we're rebuilding and we're reading Vera Wong's unsolicited advice for murderers. I don't even think I've finished the intro. We're a bi-weekly book club podcast and we talk about books and we make friends. Not gonna make friends interrupting me like that, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Get faster at saying things. Uh, read Vera Wong for this this November month of the podcast by um, Jesse Sasanto, right? Thank you. Yeah, Satanto? that's a great lot. Sasanto. I don't have it in front of me. I'm just going from memory. Mm. So you might. I be... trust your memory over mine. Perfect. Let's. Oh, I thought you were just reading it. Story. Do we do up. we do short stories or we just go straight into the game? I'm talking just story? a game. I don't really have one. No, I, I want do a have short, short story. I do have short stories, but if you just want to roll into game game, I can. I'll go last. You guys go. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Is, Brett, is Brett like desperately, nervously trying to think of one right now? You think? No, I'm oh, God, ready for my game. Publix. You get your okay. You get um, your short stories out there. Well, the only thing I wanted to talk about was what I was reading because I like that. This is a book podcast, you know. Yeah. Um. So I finished this book called Flux. Um, and it was a science fiction novel about a guy who uh, gets involved with like a, a shady company and they may or may not have figured out time travel. Um, and it's fun and weird, very weird. Um, but I it, it felt like uh, Blake Crouch's Dark Matter. Okay. Um, but I will say less focused on science fiction, more focused on kind of a character study of this dude's life um 
so pretty good. I enjoyed it. I, I I liked it a lot. I had a good time with it. And then I'm also reading Master and Apprentice by Claudia Gray, uh, who was the author of Lost Stars. Um, nice. So I'm back in I'm back in the Star Wars universe. I'm I'm reading about a young Qui Gon and Obi Wan and just having a great old time. That's a good time. Do you know what Flux sounds like? It sounds like the sequel to Zoom starring Tim Allen. Mm. It's not that. Remind me of that movie. He's a he's a superhero. He like builds a superhero team. Is that Push or is that Zoom? <gasps> Wait, sure that sounds remember awful. That. And yeah. no, Push is the one with Chris Evans, and that movie That's what I rips. Dude, Push rips. Why was there never a sequel to Push? This should be a Push podcast. <laughs> Wait, can we do a Push episode? I think, um, yeah, you know push what? Scrap right. whatever you were going to talk about, Brett. This is a Push podcast, and we're who was it? Was it him and Dakota Fanning? Yeah, Dakota Fanning. Yeah, she's yeah, she's the kid. Yeah, man, I and it was like want to be the guy. Movie. It's Kurt, um, Curtis something. I forget the actor's name. He's Are you referencing a character from Push right no, now? That's the actor's name. Oh, well, um, that's impressive. Cliff too. Curtis is. His, I think he's sure. the, uh, He's the guy that can make like mirage stuff. So he's holding yeah. like a playing card and he turns it into money. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What happened? Cool. So what happened to the genre films that was like sci-fi superhero but had no um, like prior. Yeah, media anything. I'm, the other thing I'm thinking of is Jumper, <laughs> and Jumper wow. was also fun. Jumper, yeah, Jumper was play. Jumper wow. a book? No, Jumper was just Hayden Christensen. <laughs> it's just it was just him. They didn't even it's they actually Samuel had no scripts. Is that right? Yeah, he's yeah. The, it was Nick Fury. He's the, yeah, he's the guy chasing him, and they go to Rome, and he like goes into the Colosseum. Wow, what a good movie! Um, there was also guy Chronicle. In the there was Chronicle. Post. Chronicle, yeah, Chronicle, I am number four, which was a book. That was a, um, that was a book. Yeah, so I but guess that, that had some source Marvel material. Happened. Mid mid budget, mid budget movies got done away with because of big superhero movies. That's such a shame. It's such a shame. I'm gonna count that stupid conversation as my short story because it's gonna be better than anything I was gonna say. Yeah, uh, we're talking about push. Brett, God, you go. Push is good. God, what a wait. It's there. We need to do a push episode. <laughs> All right, enough of this. Are you playing? Are you singing and playing? I was song? gonna say, yeah. You don't. It's there's some redundancy here. Brett doesn't want AI to take over our human jobs, so he's singing it also. Let's just do this. Let's start this off. Okay, so what we're gonna do here? Is welcome to um ah oh god welcome to Jabokerty. <laughs> Jabokerty, <laughs> so stupid. Welcome to Jabokerty. Oh, that's guys. a great name. Why can't you make my Zoom full screen? Did yeah, I? how'd you wait? What did you just do? Isn't you did that, that on weird? my. You did I'm that to my computer. My Isn't you that a did weird that? thing? And it reacted on my and on my side, and I didn't even know you like hacked your way into my you computer. Could full screen my monitor from your zoom all right give me one sec all right um, hey what's your what's uh what's your favorite number real quick okay. count uh, 69 420 there it is all right i'm in um okay all right i just got all of your monies oh my god dan oh god no. dan dan <laughs> dan he's controlling me um okay so welcome to jabokerty love that name Thank say you. it like 10 times that's so good i'll be saying 
This is the first round of Jabokerdi. We're going to do double Jabokerdi as well <laughs> and final Jabokerdi. <laughs> wow, some D Jabokerdi. Um, so I feel like we only have enough. Oh, I it took me long enough to create just two categories per yeah, yeah that's per fair. one. That's totally so, fine. For, so for you listeners, you know, imagine a Jeopardy board, and I just have two two categories for the first round. We're going to do two categories for the second round. I'm going to list out both categories, and then they're actually looking at the board. So I'm going to say out every question. They're going to buzz in to see who gets to answer. They're going to help me out by keeping track of their points um, as best they can. Because I'll try and keep track a little bit too, but it would be a little bit harder for me to multitask that. So they're going to they're gonna do me a favor. So Good news for me gonna, is I can barely count, so I'm probably going to give myself yeah. some extra points. So they're going to buzz in and they're going to say, you know, I want 200. I want it's it's literally Jeopardy. I, I should have done more of like a points thing, like two, four, six, eight, ten to make it easier for the maths. But basically, just imagine, you know, first round Jeopardy, 200, 400, 600, 800, 1,000. Second round is um, 400, 800, 1,200, 1,600, 2,000. Wow. Wow. And then they'll have a final Jeopardy to bet um, however much they want to see if they can win. Um, I uh, don't Mr. Have... Jennings, is there a double Jeopardy? Uh, you mean a daily double? Yeah. There is not a daily double. I okay. do feel bad. I thought about doing that, but then um, I couldn't decide which one to put it on. Sure, uh, that's okay. Next time. This is this is version one, baby. This wow. is version one. I can't wait. Um. So I guess, do we just jump right in? Yeah, take us in. Okay, so our first two categories um, are, the first one is potent quotables. Um, it's just general uh, like book quotes, famous quotes. So okay. on some of them, I'll ask you um, like who said this or what book is this from, stuff like that. Yeah, we know um, how quotes also, work. Yeah. You know how quotes work. Don't I'm talk just doing it for like the that. listener. Don't talk to Ken like that. You know, yeah. I love my favorite part of uh, Jeopardy is when they really just like dog on Ken Jennings. <laughs> you would never do this to Trebek. <laughs> yeah, you're not Trebek. If Alex was here. Um, our second category of the first round is Lord of the Fries, which is famous food from books. Oh, sure. Ooh. Book food. Okay. So... So let's, uh, I guess let's get in. Do you guys want to like rock, paper, scissors to see who gets to go first? They do that on uh, Jeopardy, right? I give it to Parker. Parker gets to go first. I give it to Dan. You're about to be a dad. Okay. All right. I'll take Lord of the Fries for a thousand. Okay. Oh my God. Dan, it's your board. Dan chooses Lord of the Fries for a thousand. Are you both ready to keep track of your points and stuff too, right? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, how does buzzing work in Jeopardy or Jabookerty? Sorry. You can buzz whenever. You, yeah, you... We, I think but we decided upon you guys are going to buzz. We're yelling for the buzz. Sake, your voice. For the sake of of Mr. Ken giving this, the question, I say we do use the hand signal okay. after he finishes so the audience gets to hear the whole question as well. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, let me do the whole question. Okay. While I'm doing hand. the question, you if you want to read ahead and like think okay. about your answer, that's fine. But yeah, let Raise me finish the whole answer done. before you buzz. Okay. Um, okay, so we're doing Lord of the Fries for a thousand. Our first question: In the Lion and the Witch in the Wardrobe, 
Edmund Pevensey is tempted by the White Witch with his favorite treat, Turkish Delights. While most are perplexed by this, there is no doubt that Turkish Delight in its gummy center is a precursor to this sweet, delightfully American treat. All right, Dan is buzzed in. What is a jelly-filled donut? Beep, beep. Um, I'm now, also raising my hand. Yeah. Parker buzzed in now. Sorry, we're going to get the hang of this, folks. Sorry. Um, so I'm I don't know. Behind. So I, I did. So the, I, I saw Lion Witch of the Wardrobe, and I immediately buzzed in. Um, and I thought that the answer was going to be Turkish Delights, but you have <laughs> Turkish Delights in here. So, And I have no clue anything about Turkish Delights, except for that they're gross. I'm going to say a Fig Newton. Oh, that sounds right. Beep, beep. That's uh, that's, that's the no answer, by the way. Okay, folks. Okay, oh, okay, got it. Um, for 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 Jeopardy folks out I thought there, those cars there. driving by. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have set. like the. I need like the button thing that Parker had. Guys, yeah. there's a free um, soundboard app. It's gonna blow your mind whenever you figure out how to okay, work the app store. Look at look at what you're looking at on. No, this is this is pretty, and you know it's right great. Now? You know it's great about that. Brett is. This. Um, this is an audio medium, and so two people are gonna be able to enjoy that. But the soundboard could be enjoyed. I by understand all. that. I understand that. I apologize. Do we just want to talk about push instead of? Let's <laughs> yeah, so scrap this episode and talk about push. No. Okay. Sorry. Okay. So no one gets a thousand points. Is that how this works? No one gets a thousand points. You actually the lose a thousand points. Jelly bean. bean. I thought That's they were like, like a little delight. squares. Okay. I thought I thought it was like it's a little gummy like powder center. sugar defrosting on a donut looking thing. No. Man, the, the host of Jabuker is a real. Gummy Dipshit, center huh? surrounded by like a fruit. Okay. I'm also keeping track of Parker's score because I just, I don't trust his math. Yeah, I don't think that's so smart. Uh, of you. you both got the answer wrong. So Dan, it's still your board. Uh, Brett, I'll take Lord of the Fries for 200. Lord of the Fries for 200. These two hitmen, no, known for their playful banter, only have to look after a gang lord's son. That is until everything goes awry as quickly as a speeding bullet. Parker's buzzed in. Uh, yeah, that is, um, uh, uh, the hitman from Bullet Train, Tangerine and Lemon. That is Lemon wow. and Tangerine. You are correct. 200 Ooh, right. points to Parker. I couldn't remember if Tangerine was correct, but I, I, yeah, there we go. All right, Parker, it's your board. Parker at 200 points now. What, what would you like to choose next? Um, let's go to Potent Quotables for 800. Potent quotables for 800 from this 2012 young adult hit. Oh, my, my thing is in the way. As he read, I fell in love with the way you fall asleep slowly. And then all at once, I was so fast on that. Parker has buzzed in Parker. I was so fast on that. That's the fault in our stars by John green. That is the fault in our stars by John green. You're correct. How much uh, do contestants on jibbookerty how much are we allowed to like shit talk um to me or each other gonna be to dan me? yeah oh. i'm gonna be mean you suck it dan idiot <laughs> i love dan in the background are you gonna be mean to me why um because uh, i'm up by a lot right now okay two questions <laughs> worth of points parker it's still your board in the first round yeah um we're going to go to potent quotables for a thousand potent quotables for a thousand this is your quote. In no small way, this isn't the quote yet, sorry. In no, small, in no small way, this quote can change how we live our lives. And now here's my secret, a very simple secret. 
It is only with the heart that one can see rightly. What is essential is invisible to the eye. Parker, is that your hand raised? No, it wasn't. Okay. No, sorry, I had it raised that from the was last prior. round. Yeah, yeah. Do we do like a a ten second countdown? All right, Parker's Parker's buzzed in. Um, I am going to say. You want me to read it that, again for those? No, no, no. This seems like a uh, a quote from *Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe*. Is that your final answer? Yeah, I have no clue. I'm taking a shot. I'll go for my, it. I've changed I'll go my my wrong answer noise. It seems like a quote from Charlotte's Web. Unfortunately, it is not a quote from Charlotte's Web. It's a quote from The Little uh, Prince. Ah, uh, The Little Prince. That's why it's a thousand dollar question, folks. It's uh it's a. Tough I've been meaning one. to read that. I've heard it's great from like everyone. <laughs> um. So zero points there for anybody. Um. Because Parker, of the incorrect really answer, good. Parker, it is still your board. Lucky do, me, I, I've only, do you lose points? Yeah, if you, you lose yeah. the bet. Yeah. Oh. So I'm hey. at negative 2,000 and you're <laughs> at negative 1,000. Oh, okay. See, I didn't know that that's how this game worked at all. Yeah. I said it um, immediately after we missed the first question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, whatever. I wasn't listening. <laughs> I, I knew you weren't listening when I said it. <laughs> Lord of the Fries for 800. <laughs> Oh my God, Lord of the Fries for eight hundred. This is food, folks. Listening at home, this is our food question line. In this novel, Al's famous fat burger is more often called the cat burger because the meat is so cheap. How else could Al afford to make money off that? Where or when does his secret lie? Parker, is that your hand raised? Yeah, that's my hand raised, and that's that's eleven twenty two sixty three. That is eleven twenty two sixty three. Dan, book I've read. <laughs> no, I thought you read it, dude. I'm so sorry. I thought you read it too. No, I haven't read it. No, I'm Dan, so sorry. You, you didn't think to read I, all of Stephen King's works before coming no, to this. No, podcast? I just thought that that's not how real Jeopardy works. That's all right. That's nothing wrong with that. Brett, can I you tailor was, this only I'm to books so that sorry. I've read? I also haven't read great. The Little Prince, so it's. Have you read The yeah. Fault in Our Stars? Yeah, I have read that. Okay. Okay. Doesn't that's seem like I, it. I did this hey, one because I was like, up. I think it's one that you both. <laughs> I have didn't read. read Fault in Our Stars like this year, like you did. <laughs> yeah, you should have, idiot. Uh, um, how many that... negative points do I have now? You have negative two hundred points now. Okay, I'm gonna actually start keeping track now. I told you. I, <laughs> thank I told you, Dan. You, I <laughs> thank you, Dan, for doing to all keep the track of his points. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um. Okay, I'm gonna go for potent quotables for four hundred. Potent quotables for 400, folks. This is our uh, quote questions. From this fantasy classic, all we have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to us. Dan, have you buzzed in? Dan buzzed buzzed in in almost immediately. Lord of the Rings. That is Lord of the Rings. I'm going to give it to you. It's Fellowship of the Ring. Was that? What point value? Oh, it's 400. Okay. Yeah, Dan just said the name of three books, so... Lord I'm going to give it. He book. knows. I knew. I knew. I there's a, there's a couple questions in here that are like specifically for each of you, and that was one of the ones for, for Dan. Dan. <laughs> I knew he was going to go get that one. Okay, Dan. Guess what? It's now your board. Uh, potent quotables for two hundred. All right, potent quotables for two hundred. In James Dashner's New York Times bestselling novel, The Maze Runner, Teresa, having lost her memory 
wakes up to what three-word phrase written on her arm? And I'm not sure who buzzed in first. I, was, I don't know Parker. either. It, it was okay. Parker, I think. I saw. I, th- I, saw I think him, it really. was, but I don't want to say because I don't know if it was like my internet. Um, yeah. it's it's wicked is good, right? The answer is wicked is good. Wicked is good. Wicked is good. I thought about writing in James Dasher's worldwide New York Times bestseller <laughs> going on for like ten minutes with the intro. <laughs> beloved, beloved book series. All right, Parker, it is now your board. I have zero points right now, so I'm feeling no, good. You have 400 points right now, right? No, you're right. You have zero. Wow. Good thing I'm keeping up with my points. Um, Don't, let's do, okay. <laughs> Dan, let's do thank you, potent, Dan, for doing. <laughs> potent quotables for 600. <laughs> All right. We're going to close out potent quotables, our quote, our quote section, with uh, the $600 question. According to Andy and Red, life comes down to a simple choice. Get busy living or get busy dying in this Stephen King novella. Oh, ho, ho. oh, Parker, Parker's buzzed in. Do you have a response? Um, I believe I do. I think this is Shawshank Redemption. This is Shawshank Redemption. Is that, a, is that a novella? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, it's, the real title is Rita Hayworth and... And I think it's Rita Hayworth and Shawshank Redemption are in the. It's something. It's something like that. Sorry, but yeah. yes, I was going to accept just Shawshank Redemption. Um, Good, because yes. that's all I knew. I that haven't is, read that one, but that I, I know Maddie has. Is a novella. All right, so we have closed potent quotables. We just now have the four hundred and six hundred dollar question for Lord of the Fries. I will do Lord of the Fries for six hundred. Lord of the Fries for 600. Only briefly mentioned in the original book, this cutting-edge candy is what Slugworth intends to steal in the 1971 film adaptation Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory. And I believe Dan buzzed in first. Is that the gum? The never-ending gum? Is that your final answer, Dan? Yes. Um, am I, is, my, is my hand raised? No. Uh, yes, it is. Sorry. Do so. I buzzed it. Do I have to answer? Yeah. Yeah. You Damn do. it. Um, sorry, your hand blends in with your background, so it's hard to see it sometimes. <laughs> it blends in with my background. Yeah, it's like you're the wall the behind you or whatever. It's harder okay. to see than Dan's. It's fine. Don't worry about it. I'll. I'll okay. I'll look better at it. Um, yes. I need an hey, answer. I need you to miss this one. In I'm gonna five, say schnozberries. Four. No, Dan, you were close. It is the everlasting gobstopper. Oh, oh, the gobstopper. Shoot. Sorry okay. to both of you. No, that's okay. So I'm back down to zero points. Back <laughs> yeah. down to zero. Don't the... worry. You two don't know what I'm at. <laughs> that's so true. Dan, are you at like a thousand? Who knows? Dan, double jeopardy is a beautiful thing. Oh, um, I'll lose these points twice as fast. Uh <laughs> So, all right, we're going to close out the first round of Jeopardy with the $400 Lord of the Fries question, which is, before you set sail to chase your big catch, make sure, make sure you stop by the Tripods Inn to get your fill of their famous clam chowder in this novel. Dan? What is Moby Dick? That is correct. That is 400 points to Dan. What is Moby Dick? I also Good. haven't read anything. That about was a good Moby's one, Dick, Dan. so I, I don't know. I was looking up stuff to do. 
And thank you. Thank you. Um, I I could give you guys a total score update if you'd like. I would love to, that. Yeah, this is the score update. Uh, Parker has a commandingly with zero dollars. <laughs> <laughs> just like real life. And Daniel has a uh, very, just very closely trailing at negative eighteen hundred dollars. Hey, oh, double funny. jeopardy is a beautiful thing. Like I said, we got this. How can you bet if you've got no money? But, uh, you, that's jeopardy, jeopardy believes works. in debt. Yeah. Oh, good. It's a, jeopardy yeah. is a debtor's prison. That's yeah. just what it is. You have to pay the network if you end in negatives. Mm. So do these that sound seems... like Jeopardy questions? A quick, quick sidebar. I, I apologize that I'm not answering. Yeah, we haven't said what Jeopardy is. style. I think I did for the very first one, and then I've just forgotten. It's okay. This so is this is I'll Jibukerty. get back on. I'll get yeah, back on. No, no, no worry. I just I'm trying to I'm trying to I tried to write them in the theme. Mm. Um, yeah, you sound just like Ken Jennings. Thanks. Guys, Ken um, Jennings so, is such a good host. He's so nice. He's so charming. He is. Yeah, Ken's great. Okay. Um, so everybody listening, you can take a quick commercial break. Uh, we're going to go into Double Jeopardy now. Uh, Dan, your hand is still raised. Would you like to oh, answer the I first apologize. question? I apologize. Imagine that in Real <laughs> Jeopardy if someone was just holding on to the buzzer. All right, in Double Jeopardy, we have two new categories. The first one being a novel location, which is um, just like book geography, book locations, book places, stuff like that. And then Creepy Scrawlers, which These is... These are great names, by the way. Thank well you. Done. Yeah, fantastic I, I worked names. really hard yeah, on the, this. Is probably really the hardest good. on the names. Wow. Uh, Creepy Scrawlers is about horror authors. Oh no. And Dan, I promise it's not like super in-depth ones. It's I need one that. Like, every answer is Stephen King. <laughs> I will say God. one of one of the two thousand dollar questions I don't know that either of you will get, but I okay, put it out there just in first. case. Wow. Okay, perfect. You have little um, faith. Hey, I got the Moby Dick questions. I mean I go. Yeah, it is. Yeah, oh. you start us off in double jeopardy. Uh, sorry, I'll take a sorry. novel location sorry. for double jabookerty. Thank yeah. you. I will take Sorry. a novel location for 400. Novel location for 400. Rem- reminder to those listening, this is just book places, book loca- book locations, such, that, that such. I'm failing at this. A novel location for 400. Known for solving many literary whodunits. Who resides at 221B Baker Street? I believe Dan was up before he even read the that question. Is- yeah, yeah, yeah. That was <laughs> fast. Sherlock Holmes. This is Sherlock Holmes. Also, scaling the questions was pretty... I was trying to figure out like yeah, where to put tough. each one. It's pretty interesting. It's crazy that they do that every night, huh? For Yeah, like, it's pretty freaking wild. How many questions are in Jeopardy again? It's Is it 50 a night? Probably, yeah. It's That's nuts. crazy. Um, nice. A novel location, 800. For how much, sorry? 800. A novel location for 800. The Shattered Plains in Brandon Sanderson's 2014 novel Words of Radiance had at their center an ancient city known to the Parshindi or the listeners as what? Ooh, I believe Parker. I think it was Parker. Raised first. I I I feel like this could be wrong. I, is it Eurotheru? No. I'm just going to start saying no, I'm sorry, instead of making noises. I'm, I apologize. It is not your theory. Oh, shoot. I thought it was also 
that. Okay, one moment. It has a gate to your Ethereu. Oh, fart. Sorry, I shouldn't give clues after one of you got the no. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> no, also, you're good. I feel like the time limit is definitely Yeah, no, that's it. That's time on that one. Um wait, Dan, you didn't did you raise your hand? You did raise your hand. Did you I did, hand? but I was okay. gonna say the same thing, so we'll just that that's time for it sure. It is Narak. Ah, uh, everyone Narak. knows Narak. Guys, I'm rereading all of those next year and I'm so hype about it. We're in double Jabukerty. I don't I'm not taking any you know yeah, yeah, the I didn't want to give off. you an easy one for Brando Sando. The gloves um, are off. I hope I that is correct. I I mean I did the I looked it up, so I don't know why I'm second I guessing mean, myself now. Um, I don't know the answer, so I trust you. All right. So you both got it wrong, Dan. It's still your board. Yeah, novel location twelve hundred. Novel location 1200. We're just going down the, All the line. Way down. Located near the fictional town of Lambton, in Jane Austen's Pride and Prejudice, Mr. Fitzwilliam Darcy resides at this country estate. Oh, man. I wasn't sure. I thought. Oh, man. You guys had either seen the movie or read it. I've yeah, no, it. Maddie's going to be upset about this one, but um, I am, I'm not even going to attempt it. Would you like to phone a friend? Nicole. Different game, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, wait, can we do a cash book cab? How do you do book cash cab? Ca- Are we going to abduct listeners and have them no, we'll record just a drive around in a car? And record. That'd be uh, great. I don't know the answer to this. Yeah, you both didn't buzz in, no. correct? Yeah, yeah. It is the Pemberley. Oh, estate, you know, I felt like that. I, I, I felt like it was something like that. Pemberley House. Um, so you both you you didn't get it wrong. So no negative points. Nice. No one buzzed in. Sweet. But um, Dan, it is still your board. Novel location sixteen hundred. <laughs> God. Novel location sixteen hundred. In M.L. Wang's novel The Sword of Kaigen, Kimono Academy, headed by the Matsudo oh, family. God. Is located in an old temple on what Kaiganese mountain? I'm too afraid to guess because I I literally have no idea. I only remember Dude, this the Matsudo feels great family because this is the exact questions that Parker drops on us in his. I don't know what shows. you're talking about. And then he calls us like pieces of garbage for not remembering <laughs> never, specific never names for things we read eight months ago. <laughs> and he's like, guys, I know it. As he's probably looking it up for the question. Well, if you give me 15 seconds, I can know it. 15 seconds where you're not looking at me googling. <laughs> All right, I need someone to. Is it burnt, burnt? Yeah, yeah burnt, I'm burnt. too scared to burnt, even burnt, attempt burnt. that. Mount Takayubi. Ah, Takayubi. Mount Takayubi. Dan, yep. <laughs> it is still your board. Sorry. Let's finish um, out this godforsaken thing. Yeah, this right. category is just a... Jabukerty got it ramped up real fast. Wow, we got we got in it real quick just then. All right, for 2000, in Neil Gaiman's 2001 novel, American Gods, the world's largest indoor carousel at this real tourist destination, located in Iowa County, Wisconsin, is used in a major dream sequence plot point. And you know I had to go American Gods for the $2,000 question. (laughs) God, I loved writing that one. Dan, you have not buzzed in? (laughs) I I I believe it was a 
That was a I hand raised for sure. I believe sure. Dan thought I, I was going to say Rock City. Yeah, and that's I did exactly anything else because I said they went to Rock City and I'm They did guys, go to Rock City, but that would have been too it. easy. Oh, too easy for me to get free points. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, largest indoor carousel at, is in. Um, I don't know. I think this might have just been something that I looked up afterwards. So there's probably no way that you guys would ever remember yeah, this. Yeah, this is the Corn Huskers Museum in Wisconsin. That sounds Holy so crap. Right. You got. Dan, how'd you. Sorry, it's the House on the Rock. I said that, Rock City. <laughs> it's close. The House on Dwayne the Rock Johnson. It's actually a pretty interesting tourist destination. I've, I looked it up afterwards. The it's Rock's real. House. The House on the Rock. Okay. All right. So that wasn't exactly the our best performance that I thought it was going to be to help out. I'm playing to I'm um, playing to stay ahead at negative eight hundred right now. I think I'm. I don't know. Do I just like give you each like two thousand at the end? Uh, yeah. You can use final can wager up to something like a thousand. I think. Yeah, but I'm just going to give you guys games. money. Okay, that won't get <sighs> me out of the hole, but I'll appreciate it. Yeah. All right. So the only category we have left is creepy scrawlers, which is okay. about our uh, horror authors. Bart. Um Dan, where would you like to start since it's still your board? Creepy scrawlers at twelve hundred. Yeah, go in the middle this time. Okay. Creepy scrawlers for twelve hundred. The Strain, a two thousand nine vampire novel trilogy, is co-written by Chuck Hogan and this Academy Award winning filmmaker. Parker, have you buzzed in? I did. I did. And I'm sure. regretting it. I think this is J.J. Abrams. Unfortunately, it is not J.J. Abrams. God dang it. Uh, guys, I just got to you, sir. Yeah, you did. Dan, are you going to answer or no? <laughs> oh, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> Dan's just playing catch up right now. Um, the answer is Guillermo del Toro. Oh, I should have guessed del Toro. I got into that show this this October, so I was watching it. They turned it into a TV show. Mm. So I was watching that. Uh, Did he? Right. He also co-wrote. The, he wrote the book. Yeah, he co-wrote the book and like produced the TV show. Oh, cool! Nice. Oh, still, my guess. I'll go creepy scrawlers eight hundred. Creepy scrawlers for eight hundred. Known best for her series of novels, The Vampire Chronicles, this author's books have sold more than 100 million copies, making her one of the best-selling authors in modern literary history. Dan, you have buzzed in. Oh no, Dan. Don't say it. Did you mean to buzz in? Don't, don't say it. You think, you're thinking, you're so... You're ridiculous, Dan. Is it Stephanie <laughs> You idiot. Oh, no, Dan. You, you dumb. Dan. Dumb idiot. Dan, how quickly? Did you just see Vampire and Buzz? He in? just saw Vampire yeah. and saw Author and immediately went to Stephanie Meyer. You gotta be quick on Jeopardy, man, because, like, Parker's gonna get it. You're Is so... Right? Technically, in Jeopardy, there's a gate that opens and you have to, like, time the gate out for after he finishes oh, asking the that. question. I'll go ahead and lose my 800 points. Yeah, take those 800 points away, and I'm just going to keep my mouth shut and keep my hand down. Parker's going to keep his mouth shut, and I'm going to tell you the answer is Anne Rice. Anne Rice. See, this this section of the game is less like a game and more like educational studies with Brett. We talked about facts. Okay, 
in my defense, we talked about her in the um, one of the New York Times bestselling episodes. Hey, Brett, yeah, we've talked you, about a whole lot of stuff. Huh? When you see vampire in 100 million copies and bestselling author in modern literary history, what are you thinking? Anne Rice. Yeah, I mean, I'm, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Stephanie Meyer. Anne Rice. Um, I apologize for all these questions. I hope the people listening at home are... They're certainly smarter than we are. They're certainly smarter than we are. having fun with this yeah, but and not are not it. miserable. Yeah, okay. they, they all um, definitely knew Mount Takayubi, for sure. Creepy Scrawlers for 2,000. All right, Creepy Scrawlers for 2,000, Dan says. Um, this is the one that I wasn't sure you would get. I thought you might get some of the other yeah, ones. Yeah, the rest of them we've been right on. While at home, he is the middle child of the legendary Stephen King. As a New York Times bestselling author, he goes by this pen name. Hmm. Dang it. I, um, can, can I, will you take a first name? Um, as long as it's followed by a last name. Oh, Son shoot. of a bitch. Can I say <laughs> King as the last name and then? Uh, you can do that, but I, it won't be correct. Oh boy. What's his first I, name, Parker? His name's Joe. And I know that because Joe King, I think it's I think it's hilarious that his name is Joking. His um, name is but, Joseph King. Joseph King or Joking, which is funny. Joking. But I cannot re- I don't I cannot remember his pen name. Dan? Nothing. <laughs> Dan shakes his head <laughs> emphatically no. Yeah. As if I am an idiot for asking. Even though we gave him Joe. The answer is Joe Hill. Joe Hill. Joe Hill. Known for lock and key, Nosferatu. Of course, of course. New York Times bestseller oh. in his own okay. right. Okay, 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 uh, okay. Okay. Did you, I can't. I feel like Dan's being sarcastic, but I can't tell. Uh, I need points. I need points. All right. So uh, is it creepy scholars for sixteen hundred? Still, Dan's having. Dan's had control the entire time. Oh boy, God. Oh God. Okay. If if I told you at the beginning of this game that Dan never lost control of the board, would you, how many points would you say that he would have? Sixteen <laughs> hundred, you said. Yeah, sure. Creepy scrawlers for sixteen hundred. <laughs> well, Mary Wollstonecraft. God, <laughs> Jesus Christ! What Brett, are you doing? How, sm- how wild! Like you know, we're dumb, right? You've been doing this podcast with us for over a hundred episodes. <laughs> For over a hundred, we've been doing this Brett, for, our voices have been recorded together for hundreds of hours, Brett, Brett at this point. These are actual Jeopardy questions oh my for, God. Like, for smart scholars. People. I got carried away, guys. I'm sorry. Yeah. Did you know these or did you? Well, I left clues in here that maybe you would, oh, I'll try is and the, give you, I'll give you a clue, clue at the end of this Is the one. clue Mary Wollstonecraft? Because I Yeah, because that's not doing anything for me. <laughs> Mary... Dan, blame Mary, the flu shot. In bold, Mary Wollstonecraft was an influential philosopher and writer in her own right. Her daughter, Blank, would go on to write an edu- <laughs> sorry, would go on to write a foundational and influential piece of horror fiction when she was only eighteen. That was me. Can we say it together, even though we both <laughs> yeah, okay, did not go, know? <laughs> her daughter, Mary, Mary Wollstonecraft. Mary Shelley. Wait, did you not know for real? <laughs> no. Son of a bitch, I knew that then. Because he said Mary 15 times, and then I figured it out. Because she wrote uh, Frankenstein. Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. Yeah. yeah. 
You heard me say Mary Shelley, right? I won't even take the I points. Did. I just want yeah, the we, pat on the I'm back. I'm pretty sure we both said Mary Shelley. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I'm pretty sure I heard Dan also say Mary Shelley. All right, so we're just um, going to call that one a wash. Yeah, um, we'll call it a wash. Uh, whose board is it at this point? It's still my board. I'll take creepy stories for 400 <laughs> So boys. stupid. All right, we're going to close out uh, Double Jabokerty with creepy scrawlers for 400 points. I think we points. got one question right this entire board. There's a chance here. He is known to some as Jovial nope. Bob. Jovial Bob. But reader beware, this writer might be responsible for more nightmares than any author in history. Who had their hand raised first? Parker did. Is it R.L. Stein? That's what I was going to say. It is R.L. <gasps> Stein, first name Robert. Oh, I think it's like Jovial Bob. Stein or something like that. Brett, it, these questions were hard as hell, bomb. my dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I'm really sorry. I thought I, w- how, I went too how hard. How good do you think we are at books? Yeah, it's, we're so bad at books, okay, man. You guys are a lot better at it than me, so I was writing this in, t- in anticipation. Um, Sorry to the I listeners win? for this. Uh, no, no, we it's have Final Jeopardy time. We have idiot. Final Jeopardy. But what's oh, the God. problem is what is what are what's our point standing at right yeah, now? Oh, do, you, do you like a point standing? Uh Parker commandingly negative sixteen hundred dollars. Okay, that's what I had for me. Uh Daniel is negative five thousand. That's not a joke. <laughs> I, I mean Did you I win, right? Do I win? Yeah, you no, win. But I want to give... do Final Jeopardy till. You're yeah. going to give us both. We're, you're going to give Parker $1,600 and you're going to give Daniel $5,000. You're going to give Daniel $4,500. Okay. Now I'm now negative 500. No, I'm going to give you each 10,000 from where you're at. Okay. And I then you can bet nice. any amount of that 10,000. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. Okay. All right. I'm ready. Okay, are we ready? Yeah, I'm so sorry to all the listeners for this. I'll write down my answer for this poison. Yeah, write down how much you're gonna how much you're gonna wager. I assume it's all of it. Just wager all of it. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. God, while they do this, hey listener, come over here with me for a second. I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry for this. I didn't mean I didn't mean to do all this. I thought I was so proud going into this. I would prepared and was like so happy to present this. And I went too hard. I have my It wager. didn't take me that long to write down 10 grand, but I did want to hear Brett's apology. You don't have 10,000. Oh my God. $9,200 or whatever. Yeah. What? 94. What? No. <laughs> 1,600 minus. T- <laughs> I don't 10,000 do. from where you were. Guys, I don't do books or math. How much money do you have? Because it should be eighty-four hundred dollars. All right, nice. Okay, so Parker's betting eighty-four and Dan's betting five thousand. I assume. No, I'm betting one thousand. I'm playing conservative, Ken. <laughs> <laughs> smart. <laughs> so smart. Dan's chosen. <laughs> He's gonna win. Final Jeopardy to play conservatively. No, I'll bet. I'll bet five thousand. Parker deserves this win. The no, answer is Mary Wolfenbeck. Steen. <laughs> All right, so Final Jeopardy. I don't have like a fancy thing. I just have it on a sticky note for me to read to you guys. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. <laughs> um, but you can see it on your screen. It is in very it's, small it's letters. World oh War God. II history. 
I'm kind of just going into regular Jeopardy. Um, that is the so most we're doing World War II yellow history. sticky note. I that is so bright. <laughs> I, our, our faces just got illuminated on the screen. Here's our question for Final so Jeopardy. Bright. With the Axis powers on the brink of defeat and World War II coming to a close, the three main <laughs> allied nations, the United States, Britain, and the USSR, met at the Yalta Conference to divide up post-war Germany. Name the three leaders who represented these countries. And then... Oh, we have to write it down. Yeah, you write... You don't like... Yeah, you oh, both have raising a my hand. Don't raise your hand. You have to write it. So, does, does anybody out there know count? about the Yalta Conference? The spelling count? No, as long as you can just like say it. I just need you to prove that that's what you wrote down. If you okay. go, hey, second. what was what was the name of that? Uh, never mind, I got it. Oh, the the name of that leader from uh, the world. You guys know what the USSR too? stands for? Um, Soviet Russia. The United, United States Soviet of Soviet Russia. Socialist Republic. Yeah, I knew that. All right, as they're writing down their answers, I'm going to talk to you until they're finished because this is... Oh, I'm finished because this is an absolute freebie. Dead, poisonous air. I got it. All right. Do I don't. Do I need to redo the question? What three leaders represented the Allied powers at the Yalta Conference in All 1945? Right. You can't see this because it's written backwards. Um but yeah, I said, Parker, you go first. I said General Patton, Winston Churchill, and I just wrote down Chekhov, like Chekhov's gun. <laughs> Patton? Like yeah. Chekhov's gun? Yeah, General S. George, uh, Patton, um, Winston Churchill, gun. and Chekhov's gun. Is it? Okay. Is that correct? <laughs> Is that correct? Well, he, I, are we doing partial? He got Winston Churchill correct. Is that, the only, is that the only one he got right? That is the only one he got okay, right. Okay, that makes me feel a lot better about my answer then. Is it Churchill Roosevelt? And I was iffy on this one? Stalin? Ladies and gentlemen, Daniel Phillips has just won Jabuka's. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is, did you actually know that? Yeah. Oh, damn. It I was, was so I was. Wait, always, Dan, can you name which Roosevelt? Can you name the, the Franklin full? D. Roosevelt? Franklin Dan yeah. Winch Jabukerty. Um, I was Sorry, always Parker, for the history question. on Stalin because it seems like he doesn't fit with the other two. Even as like in like high school, I was like that doesn't sound right. Yeah, because he was like an evil dictator. Yeah, yeah. But at the time, they were allies. Right. He became more of an... Well, he was already an e like evil, evil person. So, uh, he became more about, evil after. Uh, we had this big history test when I was in like ninth grade. And we had to write like 200 flashcards. And just... They were like, these are the questions on the test. Better lock these down. And I went through those suckers so many times. I, I think I still have everything on lock from it. Damn. Well, that one was more. I promise that was supposed to be non. I, that one was just for me. I, d I didn't know if either of you. Hey, would Parker, get that run right, your so. books, idiot. <laughs> you got me I'll there. I'll take that free win. Dan Dan dominated the categories and won the game. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's how I saw it. Kept control the entire time. That is exactly how history <laughs> will remember today. 
Wow. I don't I think history is gonna scrub this episode out of its memory banks. You know, it just might, but I will say, Brett, thanks for putting this together. It was all very yeah, good. Brett, thank you for doing that. Was round two and possibly difficult? Yes. But we also didn't say what is at any point, e- even I, after even we after said we that said, we were going to yeah, say Yeah, I think it. you guys were just flustered at that so point. So dumbfounded. Not so flabbergasted. Fun, like just hating every second of it. Um. So yeah, sorry that sucked. Uh, but then it sucked. Stop that. It was a fun time. Yeah, no, we oh, only have thank positive stuff. Thank only God positive that sticky self-talk. note is gone, though. Yeah, I mean, I can see your face again instead of the blinding white light that I was staring into. I thought I was getting called, <laughs> I'm looking I at I was getting faces, called to heaven. I'm looking at your faces change in brightness every time <laughs> yeah. I open it. Um, so, yeah, this has been uh, real fun for the people at home that can't see anything. And are just enjoying these visual gags over and over again. Um, so, yeah, listener, I hope you got more of these. Send us your scores, honestly. Um, you can I'm say sure whatever. Someone out there. <laughs> Send us your scores after the host grants you $10,000 at the end of the game. Yeah. Send us your scores. Um, yeah, you get 10K at the end as well. It's almost um, like you would have done better not answering anything. <laughs> well, I didn't know that going in. That was just my backup plan. God. Um, but yeah, so next time I will do better questions, do easier questions. Um, and next week, know. we will be covering Vera Wong's unsolicited advice for murder. Two weeks. Two weeks. In two weeks. By this bi- is a weekly book club podcast. <laughs> Oh, boy. Thank you, Jacob Robinson, for the intro and outro music and Maddie Moon for the cover art. Did Jacob make Jeopardy intro music for this episode? I think he did, yeah. He texted me that one time and told me he did. Um, Thanks, Jacob. Thanks, Maddie. Yeah, and never forget, the real books were the friends we made along the way. Your bookity was good, though, right? Yeah, I like Jeopardy. The name? It was fantastic. Good, 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 good.